Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I miss you, man. I miss you, man. I miss you, I miss you, man. Do I miss you, I miss you, man. I miss you, I miss you. Hello there, welcome to I Miss You Man, the podcast where me, Lonnie, talks to my friend Dylan. How you doing, Dylan? Doing great, Lonnie. How about yourself, mate? Dylan, mm. the other day I went down to the park mm. and they've got like uh, gym equipment there, like you know, park equipment, and uh, yeah. there's a little seat where you sit and then you pull yourself up on the like, pull-up bars and you like pull yourself, pull your whole body up. Sure. I did a couple reps, not a couple, like... Did like two lots of 20 or maybe three lots of 20. This was three days ago. My arms are dead. I cannot move them. <laughs> it's oh, been no. Agony. <laughs> I thought this was going to turn into a brag. No. Are you like so buff now after hardly doing anything? No. Oh, I, think, I think the reason is I have to go back and do it again because just doing it once every, you know, once a year or something probably not good for you. But God. anyway. It's like I, how exercise works. <laughs> That's where I'm coming from. And also, we haven't recorded for a little while, so, um, you know, we've got a bit of energy to get out, haven't we? A bit excited, aren't we? We love doing our pods, and sometimes we have breaks, and then we're back, and we're all all ready and ready to go, aren't we? Absolutely, absolutely. Now, what is this uh, I Miss You Man miniseries about, Dylan? Well, this one is where we dive into the filmography of Christina Ricci. Exactly right. Absolutely. Now... We're up to the opposite of sex. We've had some lows. We've had some highs. The last one we did, The Ice Storm, was one of the highest highs, I think, or reach on this series, don't you reckon? All time. Mm. All time. Now, you seem to th- maybe not think this is a high, this one, Dylan, from oh. what I've heard of you off, off pod. Oh, excuse you. I might have been leading you astray. This might be one of my favourite films of all time, Lonnie. Oh, okay, well, don't keep me in the dark any longer. What do you reckon? The opposite of sex? Mm-hmm. More like the opposite of good. Oh, no. Nah, it's okay. It's, it's actually fine. pretty good, isn't it, in some ways? In, in some, not <laughs> others. Yeah. Now, I know some people um, Some people have seen some of the Christina Ritchie movies we've been talking about. Mm. However, this one is probably flying on the radar, I would have thought. Maybe, I don't know, I hadn't thought, hold of, um, seen it or heard of it before we did the series. Mm. Maybe you want to take us through the plot. So just so people have an idea of what we're talking about, Dylan? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, okay. Well, basically, it's Christina Ricci plays uh, Dee Dee Truitt, is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So a 16-year-old girl who's uh, basically like the worst person of all time. <laughs> uh, she is ruthless, and she basically just ruins her half-brother Bill's life in this film. <laughs> exactly so. With our girl Christina, who we love. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's played some, some a wide range of roles so far. Um, basically, you know, dark-haired outsiders. Um, <laughs> but in lots of kids' movies, or she's like the nice daughter or the nice granddaughter or um, 
or she's in for one scene for 30 seconds. <laughs> mm. and, and she's a little bit complicated in the ice storm, I guess. That darn cat, obviously, she's great. Um... <laughs> Move on. Not even in, touching that one. In the opposite of sex, it's kind of like she just asked her agent for the role. She's like, I want to play the biggest dickhead in the entire world. <laughs> and she got it, didn't she? Uh, she nailed it, didn't she, as well? Yeah. yeah. It's really difficult because we're coming into this with the love and appreciation of Christina, um, but oh, just can't get behind her at all in this one. Maybe towards the end, maybe a little bit like, oh, I can see where you're coming from, lady. But for most of the film, you're right. She just destroys everyone's life around her yeah she's the antagonist of her own story yeah um and also she's doing like voiceover as well um, narration yeah, yeah. yeah. and it, it's kind of it probably would have been mind-blowing or at least you know quite novel in 1998 when this film came out but she's sort of commenting on the tropes and where the story's going and she's like if you want want to watch a film where at the end of it i say and i everything changed after that summer this isn't <laughs> going to be it sort of thing you know um, which our boy Roger Ebert is... Um, he really, did like, didn't he? He was a fan of that, apparently, yeah. yeah. Um, it's very Deadpool-esque narration, wasn't it? A little bit, yeah. Or is Deadpool the opposite of sex-esque? Oh, yeah, that's hello. What came first? Chicken or the egg, mate? <laughs> uh, but I think, yeah, as I said, it's probably novel back then, but maybe kind of in a post-Deadpool world, it's kind of like, yeah, we get it. We've seen that before. But, mm. you know, pretty cool, I guess, that... They're doing that. But yeah, my biggest problem with the film is that she's just so unlikable. <laughs> she I, is extremely unlikable. Yeah. Especially watching it uh, in today's climate, right, Lonnie? Yeah, so she probably go into exactly what she's doing. So she runs away from home. Um, she's awful to her mum, but her mum seems pretty bad as well. So, yeah, it's fine. Trash is her stepdad's funeral. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, you can't. You can't. Even if he's the worst guy ever, you probably shouldn't do that at someone's funeral, I suppose. Um so she tracks down her older um, brother, who's half-brother, who she doesn't really know, and she just sort of walked into his life <laughs> unexpectedly. Well, like a hurricane. Yeah, basically, yeah. She's a well, cyclone Christina. Cyclone Dee <laughs> Um And he's a teacher, and he happens to be gay, and we're in a, quite a conservative time um, and a conservative place in America. Um, and I, I get the impression the film was the black comedy and it's cynical. Mm. And we're not supposed to think the things that she says are, you know, the way we should act and think about life. But it was it's kind of um it's very strange watching this thing where she's talking about how, you know, the fact that he's a teacher and he's gay, that's that shouldn't be allowed, sort of thing. Like I think the idea is that she's sixteen, doesn't know much better about the world, but it's still just a weird seeing that, isn't it now? Yeah, a bit jarring, wasn't it? Yeah. Um yeah, she's Come across as quite homophobic. Uses lots of slurs and that sort of thing. But, yeah, again, she's not a good person in this film. So I don't think it glorifies her use of the language. But No. Yeah. And I, and I get the impression that, well, it's a black comedy. So oh, for sure. The things that she says, not like we're supposed to laugh at it, but we're supposed to recognise that what she's saying, she's like the idiot in the situation. And yeah. we should know enough to know that what she's saying is wrong. So I think, in that sense, it's okay. Yeah. But the way the the plot actually unfolds where she then cracks onto her her brother, um, his his boyfriend, um, and then tries to turn him straight, I, su- I suppose is what she's doing. Or, or I don't know if she's trying to do that or she's just like, he's a hot guy and I'm, you know, going to take him because I'm, I'm a bad person. 
don't know, that, that sort of plot line isn't superb, is it? Yeah, it's a bit weird. Um, I mean, they, they try to pass it off as like he's actually been bisexual the whole time. He just didn't realise it, but mm, even so. Yeah, and I, and I guess towards the end, at least, he does. It's not like he, he's he's someone who thought he was gay and turns out he was straight. He just had to find the right woman to actually subvert that again because it actually he is quite, well, he ends up with the man, so you have to assume that he is gay, I think, and that her, it was just the yeah, Cyclone DD that that sort of enveloped him for a little while. Yeah, and I mean, it's he is an idiot in the film. Like, he mm. portrays, what's his name, Matt, I think it mm. is. Yeah. He portrays him as quite the idiot because she does use, like, logic to seduce him, basically. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah, you know. I, I, just the idea of that, like, someone can be turned or, like, oh, yeah. you know, that, that that's I think that wouldn't fly these days. And, no. I, and I think it was trying to fly back then. I think they did enough to sort of skirt around that issue. But, yeah, it kind of, it's in that ballpark, which is... Uh, Strange to see now, isn't it? Yeah, definitely a product of 1998, wasn't it? Yeah, and probably quite progressive for 98. And it's a bit of a, not a relic, but yeah, it's in that place and time where we have to view it through that lens because we can't just look at it through what we would do today and say it's bad. We have to look at what it was doing then. Yeah, exactly. It's like any film. Like if you watch like a Sean Connery 1960s James Bond film, Mm. how they treat women, not very. Not very pleasant, really, not, not is at it? All, no. But you know, if you watch it through the context of the film and the time it was in, you know, is mm. what it is. But anyway, exactly. Digress. And and not to excuse any of the the bad sexism that's in those films, it's also like sometimes a film is a film and not an instruction manual for life. So exactly, you know, exactly. You don't have to don't have to think. Okay, I'm going to do what James Bond does, or I'm going to do what Dee Dee does in this film, just because I I see it. <laughs> Exactly. exactly. It, it's it's the how as much as the what, isn't it? Absolutely. Can I um just mention two standout cast members? I feel okay. Here we go. I think you'll agree. Mm-hmm. Lisa Kudrow. Yeah. Not that she's never bad. I think she's a great actor. But I thought her her character was someone at the beginning I didn't like, and then she just got more and more compelling and great yeah. performance. Yeah, she's pretty tremendous to be honest. Because she's <laughs> like um, oh god, what is she like? Bill's kind of. Sister-in-law, kind of? Yeah, yeah so, so Bill, is who is the brother, um, Christina's brother, he is gay and his, as I said, his partner passed away due to AIDS. Yeah. And then she's the sister of the partner and he's, she's sort of sticking around in grief, I'm sure. Yeah, that's it. kind of. Kind of holding on to what's left of her brother, yeah. Yeah, through Bill, exactly, mm. exactly. And then also, Johnny Galecki. <laughs> <laughs> He's a bit of fun, wasn't he? He is. He's, he's, so he's playing a um, former student of of Bill's, and but also a boyfriend of another boyfriend of, of Matt. <laughs> and yeah, I, I you know I hadn't never thought I'd see Johnny Galecki playing a, a gay man in nineteen ninety eight, but here we are, and you're right, and a relatively flamboyant one as well. Yeah, yeah, I, I thought it was a great performance. Yeah, yeah, I thought he was quite good. He had a bit of. Light and shade, lots lots of shade to his character, who he is just sort of he's a bit of a cyclone too, isn't he? Oh yeah, yeah. He accuses Bill of uh, molesting him publicly mm. just because he wouldn't tell him where Matt had run off to with uh, Dee Dee. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Bad bad people around, pretty much. Like Bill is the nicest, most loyal man you'd ever come across. Everyone else is pretty bad. Yeah, yeah, basically. But even even Bill's not that great, is he? 
No, well, I think he's doing the best in a bad situation as the film unfolds. Exactly. And go, goes on and on and on. Yeah. Now, the titles... Um, tell, I almost called you Sinead. <laughs> Hello. Whatever works for you, mate. I'll answer to any name you call me. The title is The Opposite of Sex, and that's something that we were wondering what the film was going to address that, what that might be. Uh, do you feel like the film's answer to this question was appropriate? I, I don't understand what it was. What do you think it was? Well, so towards the end, well, we should probably go through the plot a bit more so it makes sense. So There's know. a lot that happens. <laughs> well, yeah, she runs off and she steals some money and then her ex-boyfriend, who is the actual father of the kid that she's having, um, turns yeah, out she's and, pregnant, by the way, everyone. Yeah, yeah, and she <laughs> and she says it's the it's Martin. Sorry, it's Matt. Matt's, and then Matt runs off with her, and then Bill has to go find her, and a bit of running around, to be honest, which I mm. thought maybe could have cut some of that out, perhaps mm. just a bit. Yeah. Of, yeah. Anyway, exactly. But then she runs off with the original boy that got her pregnant. Yeah. And leaves Matt, and leaves then him. she accidentally kills. <laughs> yes. Yes. And. Very much like the whole idea of, you know, Chekhov's gun. She's like, hey, this is a gun I'm picking up early in the film in the, in the iteration. <laughs> sure remember that. <laughs> and then you think, oh, that they, the, the gun's gone off and that's it, but then it goes off again when yeah. she, she kills the, her boyfriend. Um, but it, it, after he was, like, abusing her, so probably, you know, not the... Warranted? Not the, Warranted? I'm, I'm not trying to say that, but... <laughs> What I'm saying is that when she she wasn't like it was a cold blooded murder, it was after a scuffle and yeah. having a fight sort of thing. So exactly, exactly. Then she runs off again and um, with Matt again. With Matt again, then <laughs> yeah, it's a bit of a not even a farce. Just lots of things happening, isn't it? Yeah. Oh um, yeah, we're going around in circles a bit. Yeah, a little that's bit. all right. And then she has the baby and she pretends that she's dying to the audience, <laughs> like in the narration. Which I thought it was kind of fun. <laughs> Yeah, um, and then yeah, Bill ends up raising the kid, and she's with him because she has to spend some time in jail because of the murder. <laughs> oh, can I can okay. I just say sorry? We forgot mm. to mention it. So after she kills her boyfriend Randy, mm. the kid that got her pregnant, mm. um, it, <laughs> she cuts to this bit where it's like this doctor's like, "Wow, this kid had a gigantic heart. He was only going to live six months more at the most, <laughs> and it would have been painful death too." This is almost a blessing getting shot. <laughs> I like that because I wonder if, if that's something she's telling herself or it could have been true, I guess, in, in world. But it was a nice black comedy moment anyway, wasn't it? Yeah, definitely. That was funny. Yeah. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Um, so yeah, a running theme then, it's gone through it. And it's kind of mainly exemplified um, through Lisa Kudrow's character, Lucia, is that she doesn't really like sex. And she thinks that sex is quite bad. And, and she's taking out some of her... Um, anger at her brother dying of AIDS and she's blaming it on sex and then she's also looking kind around. of on Bill as well well looking around all the things that's happened to Bill it's like you know it's because you have this younger man in your house who you want for sex yeah. and then Dee turned up and wanted him for sex and then she's pregnant because of you know untamed sexual desire and yeah I got the impression maybe she was asexual or at least she had lots of um hang-ups about sex which she wasn't really dealing with until then she obviously then she she ends up having sex and it kind of cures it which maybe undercuts the point of the earlier yeah earlier themes anyway with what is it what's his name sheriff carl yeah horrible actor right well i love it he's actually like a um musician like a country singer bad he wasn't the greatest actor he, he was also in the bastard out of carolina i think he was one of the uncles Oh, okay, I didn't even notice him. I, I wiped that from my memory, though. So. Yeah. Notice him in this, though. <laughs> yeah, so I recognise the name. Appalling actor. Yeah, it wasn't great. Against against Lisa Kudrow as well, you know, he's giving so much. Yeah, putting so much life in. He's mm. just lifeless. Like, his face does nothing. It just sits there. There's no emotion. <laughs> so, back to the opposite of sex point, which I sort of lost, and then I think I've got it again. <laughs> Okay, yeah, here we go. The revelation. So at the end, in her narration, Dee Dee talks about sex is, um, is bad. She kind of agrees with Lisa Kudrow's earlier point because all it leads to is procreation, like kids who she's not a huge fan of, mm. even her own kid. Um, then she says that Lisa Kudrow's kid is ugly. Then we see it and it's fine. I don't know, you know, again, maybe that's just her character isn't a huge fan of children. Um, yeah. And then disease and then... You know, the worst thing at all, it could lead you to falling in love with somebody, which her sort of nihilist um, view of the world is they're all bad things. The worst one, you know, being that you might fall in love and have a relationship with someone. Yeah. And so she's saying what you should want is have the opposite of all those things. Um, so the opposite of what sex brings, I suppose. But then, you know, in the, in the film, there's a little montage of, you know, people sitting on the couch and hugging each other and going through life and actually being in a awesome relationship with, with loving relationships. So I think, I think the point, the point of the film there was that that was the opposite of all those physical superficial aspects of sex. The relationship is the opposite of sex in that sort of sense. Does that make sense? I'm, I just watched this like 10 minutes ago. So. <laughs> <laughs> you you, you did roundabout way to get there, Lonnie. <laughs> Because what, what what was your thought of, on the opposite of sex? It, did this make sense to you? Oh, I just thought it was never explained, really. Mm. Okay. It was just a, a weird title. Well, on Wikipedia, it does talk about... Yeah. In the film, the vignettes of various caring relationships among the characters show the opposite of superficial sexual gratification. So I think that is kind of like there's the base animal desire of what, of what sex is, but also there's... The sex of the is the you know illustration or the how you, how you showcase love making love versus having sex getting your rocks off. 
Hello. Hello. Getting your rocks off, you dirty boy. How dare you? We're bringing smut to this podcast. I'm not bringing smut. That's <laughs> Dee Dee did that. You filthy boy. I'm not filthy. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, Rog Ebert was a fan. Mm. Um, our boy. Our boy, Roger Ebert. I've come around on him. Okay, that's good. I will call him our boy, our boy. collectively, won't he? Uh, Christina was nominated for a Golden Globe. For this? Yeah. Hmm. And it's got an 80% on Rotten Tomatoes, which, well. That's high. It is high, isn't it? That's, that's, that's getting up to Marvel movies territory, Lonnie. <laughs> it should be so lucky. <laughs> Absolutely. It didn't make much money, though. It's got a budget of $5 million and a box office of 6.4. Now, in budgets, they don't include, like, advertising costs and that sort of thing? Yeah, so I, I don't think it made a million dollars. I think it probably lost money, yeah. yeah. Rough. Mm. Rough, because it, it's a pretty good movie. But kind of a... A rom-com with that part of 98 and, yeah, Christina Ritchie's probably one of her first adult roles. Yeah, exactly. It would have been uh, age-restricted as well, which probably didn't help its box office too. Yeah, exactly. So I can kind of see why it's a good role for her to sort of be like, hey, I'm not Wednesday Adams anymore. Um, or the, that darn cat lady. <laughs> Patty. Um, How do you remember the name? I've got it in front of me. Oh, yeah, that's good. I was about uh, to say. I should have gone with that, shouldn't I? <laughs> I know all the characters' names, Dylan. <laughs> um, oh, but, and, you know, and also, you know, Americans as a whole, as a society, they kind of shy away from you know, sex in media, don't they? Yeah, they, there is that sort of um, prudish element to to America. Not everywhere, obviously, but for the, yeah, as a whole, you think they're a bit more conservative. Yeah, as a, as a culture and a society, mm, they mm. kind of shun sex in media, but not violence. Yeah, apparently not. You know. Yeah. And then Japan's kind of the opposite, aren't they? <laughs> it's interesting how cultures work. What do you say we are down here? We're pretty conservative too, I suppose, aren't we? Oh, are we? I think we just take everything as it is. We're Aussies. <laughs> we don't care, do we? We don't care about anything. Nihilists, if anything. Yeah, we're the deities of the world. Oh, we can go that far. <laughs> we're nah. not pieces of shit, are we, Lenny? <laughs> not all of us. We're not scum of the earth. So you weren't a Even fan though we're at the bottom of it. Oh. So I can... So you're recontextualising this as her first adult film. Adult film, but like film as an adult actor as opposed to a child actor. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely the right choice, you think, as a sort of breaking out my my previous mould? What do you well, think? Well, yeah, definitely gets you away from, as you said, that darn cat and Disney and mm. um, Adam's family as well. Definitely propels you from child actor to adult actor. I don't think I mentioned that she's actually blonde as well. She's given away the the, the mm. dark locks. That is true. That is mm. true. Who knows what she'll be next? She might have blue hair in the next <laughs> film. Oh, you'd like that, wouldn't you, Dylan? Oh, I like. But I do think this is actually her first film um, with a sex scene. I think we've only had kisses before this, Dylan. Well, it's a sex scene with Matt. Yeah, she had a few sex scenes in this, didn't she? She also oh, the yes. other guy with... I don't think it really counts if there's no boobies being shown. <laughs> is, is that your limit, is it? I think that's the line, yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah. So apart from that, it's just like kissing in a, in a bed isn't really... Doesn't count. Yeah, she's had kissing scenes before. Crumb mm. mate. Never forget. Exactly. 
Again, no, sorry. And there was that sort of sex scene in the ice storm, wasn't there? She's wearing the mask, the Nixon mask. <laughs> yeah, with uh, mm. Elijah Wood. Yeah. Elijah Woody, more like. Okay. Yeah. Hey, I, I just thought that was, you know, I'm not, you know, not trying to be creepy or anything, but, you know, when you're going from a child actor, like not everyone makes a transition. You know, obviously she has because she's got a long career ahead of us for the Christina Chronicles, but yeah. it'd, be, it'd be difficult, I'm sure, to, to shake those images because everyone's known you for so long as a, as a child actor. Exactly. Could could argue without this film, we might not have any adult Richie roles. We might not have Steve Racer. Racer. Right? Oh my! What a world that would be. I don't think yeah. I'd be the same man, Lonnie. <laughs> You'd be different for sure. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I'd like, and I'm I'm so looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to us revisiting it. It's coming up. Oh, it's it's a while away. It's a while away. <laughs> There's a few, but Maybe eventually we will get there. Oh, we'll we will get, get there. there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, what are your sort of overall thoughts then? Would you recommend this one? Think it's a, a worthy addition to the Chronicles? I think it's probably in the middle. Um, yeah. It's not as good as the highs of, you know, Adam's Family and The Hard Way and Ice Storm. It's definitely not on the low side of, you know, that darn cat, Gold Digger's Secret of Bear Mountain and yeah. Barcelona, Carolina. Yeah. It's dead in the middle, I reckon. It's up, I think it's it's around the sort of... It's around mermaids. Mermaids territory. around men, maybe, yeah. Yeah, exactly, mm. exactly. It's pretty good. Not bad, not bad. It can't all be winners, you know? Wow, that's exactly right. Mm. So coming up next, we've got um, Buffalo 66. And I believe we have a special guest for that one, but we'll leave that for now, just in case we don't arrange that in time. But we will, we should, we should. <laughs> It's all yeah. up to you, Lonnie. Well, it's up to me, yeah. But that that one again, I think, is going to be a bit of a, a black um, comedy, a black comedy, and a, a departure from the from child acting. Looking forward to it. Should be good. Should be fun. I'm excited. Yeah. Well, that's all you did the Chronicles for, don't we? To watch Christina exactly. in all her glory <laughs> in every film she's ever made. It's a big commitment, isn't it? Why'd we do it? Yeah, I don't know. And you weren't looking forward to this one, were you? Just kind of put it off for a while. Uh, I wasn't not looking forward to it. I was just like, you know, I, <laughs> I every time I go to watch it, I'm like, oh, Spider-Man's there. I haven't seen that in a while. <laughs> Indiana Jones is there. I haven't seen that in a while. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Um, and it's good for our listeners. Maybe they don't have the time or the inclination to watch all the Christina Chronicles, but they can listen to us talk about it. And that's, you know, they experiencing well, culture that way here's the other thing Lonnie mm. do you feel you got your money's worth for this movie because we did have to pay for it we, didn't we? we paid for it now I think it was worth the four dollars yeah I think so hey what did you watch it on watched on YouTube didn't say it was on YouTube it says it was Google Play or Apple on, on oh. Google oh. I paid five dollars on Apple TV did <laughs> you really yeah what a rip off and also was yours Ripped directly from a VHS? Because that's what mine looked like. <laughs> mine looked okay. Oh, no. I've been done dirty. Mate. Steve Jobs. Even after he's gone, he's ripping me off. Your rival. My rival. My eternal rival. Steve Jobs. Curse you, Steve. I had a lecturer at uni who called him Steve Jobs. Don't know why. <laughs> Is it an insult or he just... Doesn't know his name. He had a few weird things like that. 
like you call Keanu Reeves like Keanu. <laughs> what his name? What are you talking about? Hmm. Steve James. Steve hey. James. That's yeah, odd. Odd, odd fella. Odd fella. Anyway. Does he just think that like that's a small way to get at him and undermine him? Maybe. Maybe just trying to mess with us, the students, being like just making us think about it. Because I remember that, don't I? Don't remember anything it's else. Still he in said. your head. <laughs> He's rented space there with it, hasn't he? Sure has. Right. And that big old brain of yours, Lonnie. Yeah, well, we'll see. Anything could be in that space. You could have the <laughs> recipe for the perfect brownies, but no. No. Taken up by Steve Jobs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's wrap up, Dylan. Anything else you want to say about the opposite of sex? I reckon you're doing well, Christina. Mm-hmm. Well, she was good. We should mention that, even though she's playing a bad character, she was a really good performance. I thought. Oh yeah, for sure. If anything, too good. Yeah, exactly. The the reason we were reacting so badly to her, I guess, is is good because that's the point of her character. It's because of her performance, exactly, mm. exactly. Mm-hmm. No, she is good. Great as always, very natural, mm. um, especially in the giving birth scene. Oh, She's, yeah. Mm. Acting was like tremendous. Yes, you didn't doubt it for a second, did you? No, you're like, oh, she's actually giving birth. I believe it. <laughs> the documentary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thank you very much for listening. We've got some episodes up on YouTube. We've um, got some excerpts on YouTube as well for the main show. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of episodes in the past as well. Just look at that back catalogue. There'll be something there for you to listen to, I'm sure. Hey, we've, we've done it all at this point, nearly, haven't we? <laughs> Pretty much. We're getting close to every topic in the world, so... Yeah, I think we've only got a couple more in us, to be honest. Yeah, well, get in while it's, while it's still going, everybody. <laughs> we'll, have to, we'll have to change exclusively to a Christina Ricci podcast. Might have to. Might have to. That's okay. Nothing wrong with that. No. Uh, thank you very much to Mark for our theme music on your mind. Mark the man. That's right. Until next time, Dylan. I miss you, Christina. I miss you, Christina. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact. You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com.